Welcome back. It's The Right Hook. And of course, uh, George here, and more importantly, George Hannam is here because he's been off again for the last week, beating the bushes to find new businesses in which entrepreneurs have made enormous commitment to get set up. Joe, welcome to the programme. Thank you, George. What brave man have you brought in to see me? I know he's a man, but I don't know anything about <laughs> well, the business. I, I've been beating the bushes out in the, the open countryside, uh, George, because I have this week uh, Finn on O'Donoghue, uh, whose business is campsited.com, campsited. And although always a fan of the great outdoors, Finnan himself was frustrated by what he describes as the excruciating experience of trying to book a camping holiday abroad with his family. And like all the great entrepreneurs, he resolved to make it better. So he set up Campsited to make booking camping holidays easy. Why well, he's booking. Uh, he's, he's, not, bu- he's not giving me the tent. or uh, No, no, absolutely not. All right. Uh, welcome to the programme. Well, you heard it's Fanon. I, I have a lot of experience in camping. So um, I believe. Yeah. Uh, 1955, uh, Ock and Scout Camp with the 7th Cork. That was the last time I was in a tent. And I vowed, even at the tender age of 14, never to be in a tent again. Well, we, we might change your mind, George. <laughs> Let me tell you, booking a camping holiday today is probably as difficult as it was back in 1975. 55. 55. <laughs> 55 even. So hopefully we're okay. going to change that. So why is it so difficult to book? <clears throat> to be honest with you, I, I'm not too sure, but it is. Uh, and my, my experience, I'll just tell you about it. Yeah. Um, was we, we spent, so as, as Jerry was saying, I grew up in, in Killarney and Kerry and spent most of my time there exploring the outdoors and, and camping. And I love my love for this was instilled in me by my own dad. And when my wife and I had our first son, a few years back, we decided to book a camping holiday abroad to uh, introduce him to the outdoor life. So I went online and, as Jared said, it was absolutely excruciating. I spent hours trawling through dozens of websites, none of which were e- really easy to use. Okay, now, yep. the point here is that what's difficult about it is you don't know whether it's a good site or a bad site or whether uh, what kind of tents they're offering or whatever, is it? Sorry, so the, the reason why it's difficult, I guess, yeah. to, to answer your question is that if you want to book a hotel, if you want to book a self-catering, if you want to yeah. book a hostel, there, there are a myriad of websites out there that consolidate the whole lot. You just go to one. There isn't for a camp. There isn't. There well, is not, now. Not on, not on a global scale, there isn't. There there are pockets of it being done in various geographic right, regions, okay. but no, nobody pulling it all, all together. All right. The company is yeah. campsighting.com. Campsighted. 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 Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Campsighted.com. <laughs> Finon O'Donoghue. Now, he, Jar, says it was excruciating, yes. and he fixed the problem he claims. Yes. So you went on the website and... That's right. Um, and I found it... Uh, I didn't book a, a, a camping holiday. I didn't go that far. But certainly I found it very straightforward to determine what's available to me. Now, at the moment, Campsited is for the UK and Ireland only. Yeah. And Alfin plan to go further afield. Uh, and he made it very uh, kind of straightforward for me to... Um, to kind of identify uh, a campsite that I might like to, to visit. So you could go to Pwelly in North Wales exactly. and you could find a campsite. Yeah, exactly. And it would tell you whether there were showers or whether there was lunch or dinner or whatever. Exactly, exactly. The one thing I would say is that at the moment, um, for each of the regions, um, uh, Finan has a, a kind of a single pin drop uh, to suggest that there are um, sites available there, um, but at the moment, it looks it, it, when you look quickly at the map, it looks like there are only four or five choices oh, in total. Yeah. And I'd, I'd be suggesting that uh, you you move away from that um, 
pins drop for the, for that purpose yeah. gives some indication of the numbers. Now you do have the the numbers um, elsewhere where mm-hmm. I can tell how many you've got in England, how many in Wales, etc. Yeah. But initially, my reaction was is that oh, I'm I'm actually looking at a very limited number of sites. But as soon as I I went further, I could see that there were yeah, that's many really sites. interesting because if you if you go into things like Google Maps and things uh, yeah. and you look up say a hospital or something, next thing you see all these little exactly. pin drops as you call them, yeah. you think oh, there's a ton of hospitals there or whatever. That's so right. that's an interesting thing. Um, you had to then, though, you had to make contact in order to set this company up. Yeah. You had to make contact with a whole pile of campsites around Britain and Ireland. Yes. Well, we launched in Ireland first. Yeah. Um, and the, we slowly, I guess, started to build relationships with the Irish campsites. Yeah. And made direct contact with each of those individually. And, and then they started to come on board. And then we repeated the process in the UK and we're still making progress in the UK. Now, essentially, this <clears throat> campsited.com is hotels.com for tents. Exactly. Right? For camping, well, yeah. It's a little bit more than that, actually, George. Okay, because well, until I it's, see here, it's, not, it's not just for tents. So if you have a camper van, if you have a, a, a mobile home, yeah. um, and if there's any, it's for glamping sites as well. If, right, you have any, okay. if you have any static units on your campsite, you can rent those through campsite.com as well. So it's for camping of all shapes and sizes. All right. I mean, this would be my worst nightmare. So I'm afraid I won't be a customer. The (laughs) prospect of tents, mobile homes or whatever. You can try try glamping, George. You might might like the glamping. There is no way you're going to get me in anything remotely resembling a tent. (laughs) I think I was traumatised in the 7th Cork Boy Scouts. But it does presumably have this relationship with hotels.com in the sense that you work on a commission basis because you're you're arranging the the booking, isn't that right? That's, that's right. That's yeah. your revenue. That's right, yeah. All right. So the more business you do, the more revenue you get. I understand that part. But what's very important to generate that revenue is people are going to have to know about campsited.com. Well, we're talking about it, exactly. but 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 how how do you get it out there? Yeah, well, there's a myriad of activities that we could undertake to do that. Uh, what we're using at the moment is just very straightforward Google AdWords. Really? So yeah, so we're just paying to you know bid on the keywords that people might use when they're searching for site campsites in the UK and Ireland, and then people are clicking through to the site. Yeah. But oh, I was going to say, I think the opportunity here, which uh, is a, a little bit of a slow burn, is that. Um, camping um, folk are more tribal than, for example, people who stay in hotels uh, in general. So there, there, there are, are much, um, there are likely to be people who are kind of keen to let others know about campsites, etc. Yeah, because you are. It's interesting you say tribal. I have another yeah. word for it, which wouldn't be as perhaps nice, but uh, like they are. Yeah, like mm. people who camp are are a, a, a kind of a, a what breed apart. A breed apart, <laughs> exactly. But yeah. also, so I think there's a big opportunity. Uh, Finan said yeah. earlier about building relationships with, for example, Irish yeah. campsite owners and and further afield. This is all. This is really a relationships business, and I think if he's going to have the the type of ownership of this space that hotels.com and others don't have, they'll come and go. That, yeah, that's the reality. Yeah. It's going to be around the relationship because I think he could rely on his um, his campsite owners to play a big part in encouraging people to yeah. to, to check them, them out. Because yeah, obviously. The, the, the scope for growth is enormous because Irish campers, just thinking about Irish ones and British ones, they're going to go to France and they're going to go to Spain and they're going to go to all these places where you have growth. Then if you look at America, which, I mean, 
a fella said to me one time, if you could invent a mousetrap that Americans wanted to buy, you'd be a multimillionaire because of the size of the market. Again, if you could get into America with this, where America, I, Americans, I think, are the most camping-oriented people I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah, probably. It's funny, actually, the, the split is almost 50-50. So Europe and this side of the world, by 2020, 500 million nights annually. And in the States, it'll be about the same. Go away. A billion you nights. You really surprised me, yeah, yeah. Because they seem prepared to meet grizzly bears in their pyjamas. And I couldn't imagine it. But the Americans, because they also, you know, they're shooting and fishing and camping. Mm. and You know. But that's really interesting, yeah. the number of nights. So if you're talking about 500 million nights, mm. is a big business out there to be got. It is indeed, yeah. And the American model then is a little bit different, George, in that the majority of the sites over there would be state-owned. Whereas in in Europe, it's they would be pr- under pri- private ownership. All right. So okay. so it's great for us to be on this side of the water and focusing right. on Europe in over the next couple yeah. of years before we turn our attention so to the states. In terms of like Ireland, yeah, you need at a minimum the UK to make this viable, don't you? Yes. Ireland won't stand alone as a business. I would have thought if it was just me myself. Yeah. You know, you would have a nice uh, business just focusing on the Irish market. But my ambition has always been to grow it internationally. Yeah, right. But it is yourself <clears throat> at the moment, I guess. Myself and one other full-time person. And yeah. then I have a team of probably two other people that work with me on a, on a part-time basis and, and partners elsewhere helping me with development sure. and all sorts. What do you think? <laughs> I think it's a great idea. I'd love to see uh, Fennon taking a little bit more of a kind of an editorial line um, on, on site. At the moment, um, it's it's quite a kind of a neutral invitation. Tell us where you want to go and we'll... Um, f- find those uh, campsites for you. Um, I think there's again a big opportunity to start driving interest and discussions, etc., around um, kind of the later campsites coming on board. Um, you know, campsites in unusual places. So in other words, start stimulating people to, th- to think about okay. and talk about where they might holiday. What I'm thinking here, you're trying to get at, is that on the website next week, uh, Finona's a new campsite which he's just got. So exactly. there's a kind of picture which says our new campsite yeah, in exactly. the Pyrenees That's or right. whatever. And, 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 and I like. Like that phenomenon. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just an ignorant old broadcaster, but yeah. your man Tanham is one of the seven wonders of the marketing world, well, uh, and comes up with great ideas. Well, let me tell you, we're just about one step ahead of you, Joe, uh, because good. literally this week we've started doing our campsites of the week. Oh, That's a, so. Yeah. So for yeah. all of the Absolutely. for all of the like for all of the bookable campsites on campsite now, we're going to be writing a little feature on them. Yeah, and promoting them as best we can to try and you know just say thanks for for giving us an opportunity. Yeah. yeah. No, because you're in you're in Fanon, you're in the web space like, and mm. you're not going to be in a shop window or you're not going to be on a bus shelter or whatever it is. So therefore, when you're in the web space, you have to be the best, as it were, because that's the only shot you get at Exactly. It. And and the thing is if somebody comes into your shop like at least you haven't you know whether you have sold them or something or not, but you have no idea when somebody clicks on your site, when they become a customer or not, if you know what I mean. I mean, I, I know yeah. you know how many clicks you get and all that. I, I get it. Sure. But but you have no way of kind of, well, why did they leave for not buying? That yes. kind of... Uh, return information, is that right? That's exactly it. I mean, once upon a time, if you wanted to book uh, a room, for example, you went to a travel agent and a travel agent yeah. worked it out, or unless you had a direct relationship yeah. with the hotel. So in many respects, you know, the travel agent has been pushed aside, but the, the importance of the travel agent in that space, in, in people's minds, somebody who, in a sense, has been there, has seen yeah. that, and is able, in a sense, to say, kind of knowing what it is you like, 
I, I, why don't you consider this? You haven't thought previously of, holiday, of yeah. camping in Spain. Yeah. You know, we've just got on board uh, some very interesting campsites in Spain. And now I'm thinking, oh, instead of going to France next year, yeah. I'll go to Spain. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think, that, like, I'm the last living user of travel agents, you uh, know. And the reason is, the very point you make, I love the idea of going into somebody and somebody says, I was actually in South Africa. And this hotel I'm talking about, I actually was in it. And this is the advantage to it. Do yes. you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and this is what the website does. You might, might actually be shocked to know, George, that, that by 2020, 50% of people booking travel will still use offline methods. Really? Yeah. You're great on the statistics <laughs> and, and, as well. And I, baffled and I guess, beyond belief. And I guess, you know, just to build on George's point, developing, we're going to develop the technology so that it will be integratable with the, the traditional travel agents. It will be integratable with the campsite's own website. We will build it so that it will be integratable with other online travel agents. So so what we have at the moment, which is just consumer facing, is going to be much, much broader as the company develops. So we're going to give mm-hmm. con- both consumers and campsites every opportunity just, to, to, yeah. to avail of camping as a great holiday. Yeah, don't forget the fellow landed on the moon. You know, he said one small step for mm-hmm. mankind. So get the small bit right. And the other bits will happen, Absolutely. won't they, Joe? They will, yeah. This is a good idea. It's a great idea. I, I mean, I'm not going, but it's a great <laughs> idea for somebody who'd like that. Thanks, George. <laughs> you should try it again. A lot, a lot changes in 65 years, you know, oh. 70 old, years. Old dog and new tricks, Phil. Yeah. Old, old dog yeah. and new tricks. Don't, I, I couldn't uh, do don't it. Don't waste my, your breath. My patrol, my patrol leader is dead. My senior patrol leader is a priest in Africa. Uh, sure, I'd never find a seven court to have them all together again to go camping. But if there are any members of Seventh Cork circa 1955 who were in Ockengill in Scotland. We all might go to campsiting. Oh, no. Campsited.com. And we'll all go there and have a, uh, what do you call it? A get together. A few toasted marshmallows. <laughs> Finono Donoghue of campsited.com. And of course, uh, the great Jerk Tannum, uh, finder and explorer. He, if, if, if Stanley hadn't discovered the Victoria Falls, Jer would have been there first. <laughs>